0: This conference is now being recorded. Welcome to the Wednesday evening, March the 31st, 2010 teleconference. Tonight, Dream the Biggest Dream presents Lessons from the Frontline. Our topic, Projecting Love. I got questions about this topic. Hey, by the way. Welcome, welcome to those of you that are here right now, and by the way, anyone who's listening to this is here right now, whether you're listening to this live right now, or you're listening to this recorded right now, (laughs) God, I love how that works, all right, so I got some questions about the topic, projecting love, people said, what are you talking about here? What's that really mean? (laughs) So I guess that is the sign of a good topic or the sign of me not quite tapping into my target audience. (laughs) But if you spend a couple extra minutes thinking about the topic, I guess I've done a pretty good job in choosing it. I want to read the... um, Actually, let's have a little talk first. Let's let's do a little chat if we could. This week, this past week, has been interesting. I found myself in Palm Desert, California, right next to Palm Springs, and uh, I connected with a person, a couple people that I met at Burning Man. You know, I got family out in uh, Palm Desert also. And my daughter was um, all tied up with swimming and tennis and all this at the country club. And so uh, it was the perfect opportunity for me to take my leave. I got a hall pass and made my way to a nearby community and met up with um, some Burning Man family. And uh, I didn't know what I was in for. Yeah, I sent them an email and said, hey, I'm going to be in town. And they said, come on over. And we've got Wowza here from Esalen. All right, well, I'd never heard of Wowza before. But I like the way that it rolls off the tongue. Of course, I know what Esalen is. It's a dream of mine to do some workshops up there. Up in Big Sur so uh, you know what that means I will be doing workshops there and so I walk into the house and um, this is um, a dear dear person I just met at Burning Man and her husband and their family and um, they're pretty outrageous folks um, They exude the energy of the freedom to be who they are. I love that energy. I feed on that energy. I like to put that energy out there myself. So I really like being with them. walk into the house and uh, it's as cool and outrageous as as, uh, their energy. And I meet Wowza. I had, I should tell you, I did a little research before I got there, and you can type in WOWZA, W-O-W-Z-A, into Google, and you will find her. She's got a program called uh, WOWZA Size, and, um, you know, needless to say, she's a trip, and so I was excited to meet her. Um I walk in and I am exposed to an entire spread of raw vegan food. That immediately is exciting to me. And then I meet uh, eight women, (laughs) Dr. Dream, living large. Um, It was great, so we get the, we settle into the Wauza experience. Which has us all sitting on these exercise balls. Um, and then it's not, it is not exercise. That is way too structured for, uh, for Wowza. It is about the creative freedom to be who we are, to express ourselves, to bounce around, to have some movement. She's got balls of all different sizes. I mean, by the time we're way into the wowza size, you know, I'm rolling my back on a tennis ball and it's feeling amazing. It moved to me sitting back to back with one of the ladies and just moving in whatever felt right. Um, And so you've got these groupings of us on the floor all like – pushing our backs and heads and shoulders into each other, and I'm telling you, my world rocks. (laughs) And then throw in a raw food vegan chef named uh, Nisha, who absolutely rocked my world by first rocking my palate, which um, I love raw food. I always feel like I don't have time to fix raw food the way it should be. I know some of you that don't know much about raw food are thinking, yeah, what's so hard about it? You wash the carrot, you got raw food. We had raw raw lasagna, all vegetables, all vegan. We had a raw portobello soup, portobello mushroom soup that was just mm-hmm. orgasmic. And um, desserts, uh, raw... Uh, everything's raw, so I should just stop saying that, but I'm going to say it. A raw vegan uh, strawberry raspberry cheesecake, he says with his fingers doing the quoting in the air, cheesecake. And I'm telling you, this stuff was just like each bite was like, wow <laughs> Wowza. <laughs> It was a great time uh, one of the things that happened for me that day you know i 've been doing um those of you that have been on the calls or following the recordings you know i 've been doing a lot of work on unconditional love. This is it for Dr. Dream from here on out it 's all about unconditional love activation, my sessions, my emphasis my life this is this is where i 'm at and and I'm loving it, so to speak, <laughs> and so here I am with um all this feminine energy, and opening up in this uh wowza size, I did some work um actually, someone did some work on me as I laid on the amethyst biomat. Um, amazing essential oils to the bottom of my feet, and then just a meditative state that I slipped into so very quickly. And then I did some work um, on someone, and uh, I left there, I don't know, five or six hours after I got there, and my heart was so open. Now, I thought my heart was relatively open when I got there, but... Great things out there when we focus our energies. And that's really what tonight's call is about. And certainly it was spurred on by, uh, by this experience over the weekend. And if I can uh, read the build-up to tonight's call from the announcement that went out, I've launched my newest series, Unconditional Love Activation. To say the sessions have been powerful would be a gross understatement. This is the energy that is most needed to bring forth at this time. The challenge is that you cannot just jump into unconditional love. It takes some pre-work, a little build-up, foreplay as it were. The most recent manifestation of unconditional love activation involves working with forgiveness, moving into peace unfolding, and then unconditional love. And my question is, are you ready? And the bigger question about tonight's call for you is, if you're not projecting love, what are you projecting? And let's just talk about this whole projecting thing. Seems to have been a little bit of a block for a few people this week. This, what is, What is with this projecting love? And here's the thing okay, we're creating our experience, we're creating the reality of our experience, we're creating the perception of our experience, and what is it, I mean, come on, we're projecting, we're projecting the whole thing, now, Sometimes that may not be so good. Have you ever been in a relationship and, or wanted to be in a relationship and you projected onto the other person exactly what you wanted, needed, desired them to be? When in reality, that wasn't what they were at all. It was a projection of your mind onto them. Okay, I tend to believe that reality is a screen, blank screen and what we're doing is projecting based on our emotional body based on our thoughts based on our our experiences based on decisions and choices we've made from the very beginning we're projecting onto that screen now how does that really work Well, the whole projecting thing gets to be pretty interesting, and I've been in some conscious relationships where we've had an opportunity to really talk, and it's like, okay, so the projecting thing, you know, what's real? Which part of what we're experiencing is the actual real part? And which part is the projection? And I have to tell you, I believe that there's a very fine line here. I believe that it's even finer than that. There may not be a line. It starts to get a little bit interesting, to say the least. Because it's us. It's all us. Now, I know from the work that I've done in my own experience and with my clients that when you shift something inside of you, when you identify a choice you've made or a decision you've held on to about your life and you go about shifting it or moving through it or transforming it into a higher vibration... Outside of you, everything changes. Everything. So, this whole projection thing, do we ever really get away from it? Do we ever just experience now as we are today in this co-created reality, do we ever experience the purity of reality as it is? Can't answer that. I can't answer that. But I can tell you that if I have that much control over this whole projecting thing, what do you think Dr. Dream's going to project? I'm going to be projecting love. That's what it's going to be all about. It's going to be the energy that I'm carrying, the energy I'm holding. I want my whole perspective to revolve around it. Instead of getting triggered, I want to be able to sit there and say, I love this person. Absolutely love them. Look at where they are in their experience. That is so beautiful. If I'm going to judge them, if I'm going to project something onto them, it's going to be the oneness of all that is and unconditional love. I don't have time for anything else. Now, what's been happening in my life as I continue to be in this place? What's been happening? Beautiful experiences like this weekend. I'm just this ball of love going through my life and you know, end up doing wowza size and having incredible major heart opening with incredible people. Sweet. Last week you, you some of you know when I'm not doing holistic healing practice, I'm teaching at the college. When I'm not doing that, I'm a specialty photographer. I keep talking about selling my photography business. The truck, the mast. I do elevated photography, it's fun, I love it, but you know what? I wanna be Dr. Dream all the time, doing what I do. I don't wanna be out there getting all greasy, taking pictures. So I keep energizing that I wanna sell this business. And what keeps happening? Last week, almost four figures, Ooh, rose petal water, nice. Almost four figures of income from the photography business, and I didn't send out an email, mail a flyer, stop by a real estate office, talk to a realtor or anything. They all came to me last week. And I thought, that's cool. That's a nice little extra bonus. I can handle that. And then on Monday alone this week, four figures. Boom, baby. (laughs) Do you think there's any mistake that that happens after a weekend like I had? That that happens after in each moment of my experience, I'm being given the opportunity to choose what I'm projecting, to choose where my perspective is coming from, to choose the foundation of my action and reaction? No mistake at all, it is absolutely tied into that. And I'll tell you what, don't think that everything just shows up roses for Dr. Dream, (laughs) although in this moment, got the essential oil out, I'm covered in rose water, mist of rose water petals. But, no, I had things happen this weekend that had the potential to absolutely trigger me. You know, I had some family time this weekend. You know what that is? That's like, okay, you're going to get triggered? Here's the challenge. Or are you going to just stay steady, going to stay firm in your foundation, going to stay connected to unconditional love? You're going to continue to bless everyone in your experience. Because believe it or not, I got some people in my experience that don't quite tap into me. Some of those people are in my family. That's a little harder to handle, right? You got people that don't tap into you and you're just passing them on the road. (laughs) You're just walking past them in a coffee shop or something. It's a whole other deal when they're just intricately (laughs) tied into you as part of your family. Used to trigger me. I used to say I'm fine with the world, but my family triggers the hell out of me. And now, what happened this weekend? Dr. Dream is put to the test. His feet are held to the fire, which, by the way, I still want to do the fire walking and walk on uh, shards of glass. But anyway, back to this. My figurative feet are held to the fire, and how do I react? From a place of love. Because that's the only place I want to react from. I'm not so interested in reacting anyway. I'm much more interested in action, not reaction. But it happens. And so what was it this weekend? It was unconditional love, baby. Because what really matters... Does another person's opinion of me really matter? Or does my own opinion of myself matter? What's more important here? Well, I don't think it matters what anyone thinks of me. As long as I'm balanced, as long as I'm in alignment, as long as I'm in that place of being so solid with who I am, what I'm thinking, and where my emotional body is in the very moment, I'm fine, no matter what's going on outside of me. I got to suggest, when you're in that place, normally what's going on outside of you is absolutely wonderful. Picks up the rose quartz generator crystal to walk around with it. All right, so this weekend, put myself to the test in a big way. Not going to give you the details, not important, but it was fascinating experience to go through. And I rose to that personal challenge for whatever reason I gave that self that gave myself that challenge. Now I'm still working on exactly why would I create this as a message to me? Still working on that. But um, Maya and I processed a big part of the experience driving back to Orange County on Sunday. And it was very interesting what we came up with. One of the things that we came up with was that we're different. We're different, and not everyone's going to get that. We're different, and for me, I can't be like everybody else. I can't be the norm. I can't quite be like... A lot of the people that I was hanging out with at the country club this weekend, it just doesn't work for me. I tried it years ago. I tried it, I thought this is it I got this is this is the way I'm supposed to be and I broke from it because it 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 did not work for me and so now, I realize that. But I got to watch Maya a little bit this weekend. Sunday, I was given the opportunity to go hang out with my consciously aware friends, or um, or not. And I chose to hang out at the country club poolside with Maya and have that time with her. Uh, Summer is coming up, and she'll spend um, two and a half months. Uh, away from me as I'm traveling around the world and doing my stuff. I'll pop in and see her once during that time. But um, so I thought, I want to have this time with her. And so I watched the other kids that Maya was playing with. Do you know that every single pool game that they were playing is about intense competition? Every single game... That they played was about one person winning and one or all the others losing. I didn't prepare my daughter for that world. No. You know what? (laughs) When Maya and I play tic tac toe, we get a cat's game every time because it's the only way that neither one of us loses. It's like a foreign thing for us to try to be better than another person. We have activities where we strive to better ourselves. But this thing about really needing to win isn't our thing. I played that game a lot. It's corporate America. And here I am poolside, and let me tell you, Country club life, Palm Desert, all these folks with their private jets and this, that and the other thing. This is their this is their world. It's a competitive world. You gotta beat whoever it is that's in front of you. This is what it's about. So Maya and I got to process a lot of this on the drive home and uh you know she chose not to play the pool games with them she wanted to swim and have fun but she wasn't really interested in in the heavy competition that energy doesn't work for her she is most certainly an indigo child or a sensitive one that has come in to be part of the changing of the energies of of humanity and so I watched her and there was this part of me that felt like maybe I had done her a disservice. Maybe I should have tried to raise her like all the other kids were raised. It was kind of an intense deal. And so definitely deserved to be processed. And we we talked about this on the drive home. Maya cried, you know, it's not easy for a nine-year-old to be different. At nine years old, you want to be accepted and just like every other kid. And Maya is not like every other kid. She's incredibly aware. She's incredibly empathetic of all the people around her. She feels. She's sensitive very similar to what I was like as a child. I was probably 38 years old when my father came to me, and at that point he had not been diagnosed with his terminal disease. He came to me one day in New York City. We were together, and he said, I want you to know something. Actually, I was probably 36. I don't know, whatever, right in there. I want you to know something. He said, I really appreciate the emotion that you've brought to this family. He said to me, I never appreciated that or understood it, but it's helped our family. Mind you, this was before, this was several years before he was diagnosed with his disease, where he became really emotionally connected. This was a landmark milestone in my family history. My father's acknowledgement of the role I played in the family. I did not think that I would ever experience that, hear that, feel what I felt in that moment but it was it was amazing, and so you know we are different. I'm different than my brothers, you know they're out there playing the game big time, you know, going after the 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 medal, <laughs> and I honor and bless them for it um things. Things are different for me, and I realized it early on. Things are different for Maya, and that's why, she's, that's why it's played out the way that it's played out. That's why she gets the majority of her time with me. That's why she's a Theta Healing practitioner, um, you know, as opposed to a tennis champion. Um, that's why she's got the full ticket to move in this direction that I came here for also. She chose this as much as I chose my path, and that is to be present, to assist others, to be part of, to be on the front line of the changes that are happening. And so here we are, and here I am. And, again, it's not always easy. Maya and I talked uh, sometime a week and a half ago, and um, you know, I said, I don't know exactly what your role is going to be, Maya, but I'm pretty sure that I'm going to be traveling around the world and you're going to be by my side. And uh, your mother will get the same vacation time and everything else that she gets now. It's just you're not going to be sitting in a classroom in Orange County, California. You're going to be homeschooled and in all the countries of the world and and meeting all different people and doing as part of that experience whatever your work is, whatever you've been called forth to do. Um, She looked at me and she started crying. And I said, it's pretty scary, isn't it? And she said, yeah, it's, it's scary. And I said, well, I absolutely understand because it is also scary for me. And so here we are. I mean, this is, this is it. Last week the mantra was, it's no longer the dress rehearsal, folks. The show has begun. And this week is about doing what it takes to move into that place of unconditional love. Now we're doing these unconditional love activations right now. This is big. It's a series of three frequencies that um, I've only worked on myself personally personally with. We've never had it be um, for any of my clients or groups. We've started uh, introducing them to my clients in the last two weeks and uh, we'll have our first um, unconditional love activation group session on Saturday here in Orange County on Tuesday in Woodstock New York on Wednesday in New York City on Saturday and Sunday in Washington DC and The following week, we'll do one in Virginia before I head back to California. This is it. This is what it's all about. And it is all about doing what it takes to be in that place of unconditional love. And right now, those frequencies involve forgiveness. Because what we're finding is that the initial work that has to be done In order to make room, as it were, for more unconditional love in ourselves is to forgive ourselves, to work with forgiveness. Now, normally when we talk about forgiveness, and this can be a whole separate call into itself, but normally when we talk about forgiveness, people start to think of all the people outside of them that they need to forgive, meaning all the people outside of them that they've blamed for one thing or another and that's a fine place to start but as quickly as we can we move it right back to us and we know that any of those people that you are suggesting you need to forgive for what they've done to you have done you have done you a tremendous service by agreeing to show up for you in a certain way. Because you're creating the whole thing and you're not a victim. And so then we turn it back on ourselves and we work the forgiveness on ourselves. Forgiving ourselves for creating the struggle. Forgiving ourselves for creating the drama, for creating the stress, for creating the absolute stuff that has made our lives less than easy, because you know it is simple, the only variable comes in on how easy we allow it to be. Most of us, and I speak for myself here, in addition to the the people that I've worked with and my close friends, uh, we have a lot of forgiving work to do inside of us. So this first part of the process is forgiving, forgiving us. And then the second part of the process is to experience peace unfolding within ourselves. This is to quiet ourselves and to just experience that peace unfolding, that serenity, that comes from having done a lot of other foundation work, such as the forgiveness work. And then from there, we move into unconditional love. And this is love for ourselves, first and foremost. We're working on a set of frequencies right now for acceptance, self-acceptance. This is a huge one uh, for all of us. Self-acceptance gets us away from judgment. The more you do the inner work on self-acceptance, the less you will judge anyone outside of you. Because when you're judging anyone outside of you, what you're truly judging or uncomfortable with is that aspect of yourself. So we're working on those frequencies now for acceptance. But in the meantime, we're focusing on it and talking a lot about it and still processing But unconditional love for self, no strings attached, not I'll love myself once I lose this weight, or the if-then statements. Well, if I blank, 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 then I'll love myself. Then I'll be comfortable with myself. No, 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 we don't do if-then statements. That's not how it works. Everything happens right now in this moment. Unconditional love for self happens right now in this moment. It's a whole lot of conditioning that comes up in this process. I've been told not by my mentor not to do this particular series of frequencies with people that have not done the initial work to be able to hold this frequency. I believe I told you on one call that I did these frequencies one night in Palm Desert as it happened to be I was staying at the Hyatt Grand Champions and I had uh, my accommodations to myself Maya was staying down the hall actually another wing of the hotel with my brother and sister-in-law and my cousins her uh, her cousins my nieces and um, I did these frequencies it was the first time I'd done these frequencies and I sobbed, absolutely sobbed, uncontrolled, for just about two hours. When you really tap into the unconditional love of self, it's a lot of stuff that's ready to get out of there. So... I ask you to be part of these when you can. Certainly you are on the call tonight or listening to this recording. You're doing your part. You've got to follow your path with all this and your intuition of what work it is you need to do. I'm here to assist you if you want assistance. I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm, I, I uh, I've got my number out there. My cell phone is on um, Facebook. It's on DreamTheBiggestDream.com or DrDreamDoctorDream.com. That's my cell phone number. It goes right to me. You can call me any time. What are your blocks? What further assistance do you need? Where would you like? A reflection to show you what it is you need to be shown, you know I do this work. I've got my own circle of people that uh that I turn to, we work on each other um, you know you're not it's not about doing this alone, but it is about doing this. It is about tapping in it is about. Dedicating yourself to making a difference in your life because that's what it's all about. I know that. That right there is what it's all about. And it all starts inside you and then it changes everything outside you and then follow those synchronicities and you're right where you need to be. we've got some exciting events coming up this weekend this weekend is the first <coughs>
1: Wow,
0: let me drink some water this weekend is the first friday and we've got uh, an event at gingers garden explore gingers garden the orange county wellness center on friday from five until nine uh... yours truly dr dream will be the master of ceremonies for this process. We have a number of really incredible presenters. The whole event opens with a gong bath by Katharina. And that right there is an experience that will dislodge some stuff in you. Um, and so that's Friday night from five till nine. Food is included. It's ten bucks is all and you got, you know, hours of good people and good information and demonstrations and food, and I think the woman from the fusion energy beverages will be passing out uh, those drinks and all sorts of stuff, and then at 9.30 until 1.30 in the morning, we've got Spirit Within, it's the full moon galactivation Music performance by the world-famous ITOM Lab from AtomicConsciousness.com, and uh, amazing, incredible, beautiful artist by the name of Jim will be painting. This is the uh, repeat performance by both ITOM and Jim, and um, promises to be good. Ion and I will be hosting and uh, performing a little of our energy work and uh, doing what we do best, being a positive trigger for all those we come into contact with. That's Friday and Friday night. And then Saturday from 12 till 3, we've got the Transformation Multiple Modality Group Energy Experience, and it's going to be the Unconditional Love Activation. Be there. Amazing, starting Monday, I'm back east for a couple of weeks, look to the website, the latest version of the site for Dr. Dream Solo is touroflove.com, can you think of a better domain name for where I'm at? These are fun times, my friends, but it involves you to be an active participant in the process, Got to step up to it and do what it takes to make it work, okay? It's not going to get any easier to stay in a rut. It's not going to get any easier to not open up your mind, to stay closed down, to do all the things that worked up until this time. It's not going to work anymore. I know that. I've experienced it. So it's awesome to have you all on the call tonight. Tremendous, tremendous gratitude for how all this works out. I'm going to unmute the line. This is a time for you to share what you want. What's going on with you? Where are you with unconditional love? How's it working? How's it not working? Please make sure you tap in and allow whatever you share to serve the highest good of all of us on this call. And so we will go ahead and unmute the lines And there you have it. We're unmuted. Wow. Daniel. Wow. Yeah. Danny, wow. you're you're there. You've been Hi. you've been you've been doing the work recently. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> By the way, that wow is a powerful, powerful word and a good one to say because where we're all headed with all this, it's wow in each moment. Daniel, what do you got for us? I was lost for about two, three months. Thought, oh, I could get along without this. This is nothing. And then for some reason my brain kicked in. My universe was like, hey, stupid, this is working. Why are you not back over here? Three days ago, I said my mantra to Mark, or was it? Yeah, it was yesterday actually. I am a work in progress. I will never be complete. I'm always in in transition, and I will never stop until I transition to the next next life. And wow, that just hit the nail on the head today. Sweet. Wow. I love it. It's nice to have you back, brother. It's good to be back, Mark. There's always a spot for you here. You're always welcome with with open arms and open hearts. What do you have going on Sunday, Mark? I missed that one. Nothing on Sunday. Um Sunday I'm getting ready to go. We got a Saturday uh transformation with the uh uh unconditional love activation. We got Friday from five in the afternoon till one thirty in the morning. Um major What's that Saturday. Ex- Saturday is noon to three. Okay. So love to see you bring friends. Um, we've been a little light on the signups, but, um, there'll be plenty. It's funny. We're doing New York and we're, you know, looking for a, a room for, for next Wednesday at capacity. Um, and here we are in orange County and, uh, we've got a population center, but, um, can't seem to to get the, the bigger numbers, you know, but it's only a matter of time. We know that everyone that's there is exactly who okay. needs to be there. Who else tonight? We got the quiet crew. And that's okay. Um, Dr. Yes. Yeah, this is Eric. Dan's, uh, I'm Dan's brother. Hey, wow. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I just, it sounded kind of quiet and I wanted to jump in. I just kind of overheard what Dan was saying to you. And, um, I was listening. Uh, this is my first time listening and I just want to say a lot of things that you were saying I could very much relate to. And, um, I'm kinda of overwhelmed a little bit to be honest with you. That's awesome, Eric. I've heard great yeah. things about you. I look forward to meeting you in person. And there's no mistake great. there's no mistake that you were on the call tonight and this is your first call. There's no mistake yeah. that that any of the people that are on this call are on or any of the ones that see the topic on iTunes and say, Hmm, projecting love. I wonder what that one's about and they listen to it. Um that's truly how it works and so um... i'm glad that you embraced the opportunity to throw your energy in the mix and and see what was here for you means a lot absolutely thanks a lot awesome thank you anybody else tonight before we close out the call Uh,
1: this is barb hey barb Um, i have to repeat what i just heard i'm a confused no, I'm a curious work in progress, and I really um, needed to hear what you said in the beginning about that line between what's real and what's projection. That was really good. So I'm going to think more about that until my head explodes. <laughs> <laughs> You know, call me before your
0: head explodes and maybe our heads can explode together. This is a fun one because, you know, this, I mean, I've got this thing and it comes from years of being, you know, a bit of a psychonaut um, of, you know, well, how far can we push the envelope here? Uh, you know, how how far do I get to create reality? What are my limits? So I did a, f- a whole phone call on this. I can't remember the name, um, but it's in there and it's, it it becomes a lot of fun. It's like, okay, well, I've done this, this, and this just by changing what's going on inside of me. That's changed what's happened outside of me. Now, how far can I go? I've often said, let's get a group of people together that want to have a weekly gathering with the frequencies and and what we do uh, and see how far we can really push it. You know, what's the... What's the uh, heroic dose of um, this authentic reality-creating energy, you know? And that's uh, that's a big one. So don't let your head explode. Just keep pushing your envelope. Keep expanding the walls of the box that you've got yourself in, and, and uh, then let's see what happens. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I expand it so much one day with my mind, I just fold back into the oneness of all that is and – that's it you know i don't know how much of this is 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 real and w- at what point have i actually done it i mean i love the journey but does it go somewhere i don't know it is these are the big <laughs> well, <laughs> we Just i'm going to throw all this at you right at the end of the call these are <laughs> all the big questions and you know really this is what it's about so that's what i suggest to people Play with these concepts. Watch, watch what's going on in your mind. Start um, transforming your blocks, accepting yourself, um, loving yourself. See what changes. Take it to the next level, the next level, the next level. You know, well, then what happens? Let me know. Tell us next week on the call, or maybe we need to have a, a special in-between call for, for you know, something we've all learned how to do. But um, that's the process. I'm excited about my next two weeks away. Uh, Anytime I get out of my normal environment, things really open up. I'll be with a whole different new group of people, people that I started my journey with many years ago. Um, Bound to be some uh, pretty amazing realizations and uh, things to share. Uh, so, let's see what happens. Thank you, Barb.
1: Hey, Mark. Hey, Billy. Hello. I wanted to say something along the lines of both Dan and Barb. I'm kind of really overwhelmed because this call honestly touched base on a lot of things that I've been reflecting on most recently, the whole production, the honestly wondering if other people even realize what they're projecting. The fact that I'm a sensitive and I felt like prying when I heard you talking about Maya because that's how I was as a child. And it rings so true with the fact that I didn't understand why I was different and I didn't understand why nobody else could understand me. But I was able to move through that as painful as it was to now be where I am. So when I deal with unconditional love of self, I try to reflect that in others so that then they feel it, too, because I feel their pain, if you can understand that, their pain and not really understanding themselves. And so thank you very much, because I will definitely have a lot to think about this week with with what you said.
0: Awesome. And I'll see you in about a little over a week.
1: I'm looking forward to it.
0: There is also a side note um, or a footnote to my story with Maya, and that is on Monday she came to me and she said, I like being different. It works. This is the way I'm supposed to be, and it's good, and I'm glad we're in this together. And that right there." said it all you know and it's not about pleasing anyone else and she's also not alone in this experience like none of you are alone in this experience you must be mighty aware of yourself and your process and your need to continue your process to be listening to this call right now so I honor you I express gratitude to you and most of all I have unconditional love for you and all that is. Thank you so much for being on tonight's call. If you have friends in New York City, Washington, D.C., New York State, or Virginia, please connect them with me through touroflove.com. If you've got friends in Southern California, again, drdream.com. Let's get everyone and bring them together. Love you guys. Thank you so much for being here. And we will be back next week. I'm planning on doing the three-hour session in New York City in Manhattan and ending it before 930 so I can do the call next week. If any of that changes, we'll have a guest speaker on next week's call. Lots of love to you. Get out there and make that difference that you came here to do. And we will be in touch with you as you are in touch with us. Good night, everyone. Thank you. Good night.
1: Thanks, Mark.